back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. We're back on the block, hitting the hardwood with Strick. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA uh, playoffs over the weekend that had transpired. Saturday and Sunday was uh, an eventful day for game ones. A lot of stuff happening out there. We're going to talk a little bit about it. Some things that happened during the games. How the Heat have overcome the the struggles that they had with Sepulstra and, and Jimmy Butler. And now, you know, hey, they putting it together. They got a little something going. Duncan Robinson goes nuts. The unexpected. Uh, well, I mean, he's capable, but, you know, listen, he gets busy that game, you know, and everybody now is not looking necessarily to Jimmy Butler to carry the load uh, against the Hawks. But uh, definitely uh, a little trouble and struggle for Trey Young. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things happening. They're great at the buzzer win for the Celtics. They look like they were about to fall short. Kyrie Irving goes nuts. And that's the one thing I think I want to talk about first. Kyrie Irving back in Boston getting booed. Everybody was just giving him the boo-hoo blues. And the next thing you know, Kyrie Irving hits him with the Buster Rhymes flip mode squad. <laughs> and and <laughs> And we, we just don't know yet what the fine is going to be and if there's going to be a fine. So tell me, Boxster, how would you like to be sitting in the stands and you're a Boston fan that you are? Oh, yeah. And the next thing you know, you're running your mouth, shouting at Ky- Kyrie Irving, telling him how much of a buster he is and how bad he is, and he hits you with the Buster Rhymes <laughs> as he runs by you after he's killing you and he almost gives you a 40-piece chicken wing uh, for the game and almost a victory. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird situation because usually if you're a heckler, that's what you want. All you're doing is looking for a response, and if you get one, you've kind of won, right? You're in the you're in the player's head. Um, unfortunately, it looks like it's not a good idea to be in Kyrie Irving's head because he will hit buckets left and right <laughs> to nearly sink uh, the Celtics, who I thought looked like the better team. They kind of had a struggle there in the fourth quarter, let the Nets, Nets get back into it, but they were the best defensive team in the league. Uh, they were hitting a lot of good shots. Marcus Smart played out of his mind again. He's you know one of the best defensive players, but... Um, it looked like if you if you can if you can get to Kyrie Irving, he gets better. So I don't know if that's that's good or not. I can't wait for Game Two. The atmosphere is going to be crazy um, now. You know, kind of because in the game, some fans see the flipping off, some don't. Now it's well publicized. He's public enemy number one in Boston. He already was for what it was worth. I don't know if you remember last year the controversy of of him stepping on a cartoon logo guy at midcourt, <laughs> right? And and people were offended <laughs> and, by and, that. And the sage. The, the- oh yeah, yeah. He brought the sage in. Um, <laughs> But I, I think it. I think it's again. Usually, I think it would be good. I don't. I don't know if you're. Uh, if you're a Nets fan, if you want him necessarily playing off the crowd. Um, also, I just don't know if this is ever going to end, right? I think that that was kind of what he was saying going into it. It's kind of, you know, it's been three years. They need to let it go. All that he did the kind of the crying baby uh, face type of deal when he was before he flipped off the fans. I don't think it's going anywhere anymore. He's uh, uh, he's he did a good job of of kind of making. Uh, him the enemy there. Uh, that if that's what he wants, that's what he's got, and he's and it, it's kind of helped him uh, to have a great game. Of course, they're at the very end. Uh, they decided.
decided not to call the timeout. Boston uh, does get the layup with Jason Tatum there at the end to get the win. But this series is going to be fascinating, especially you think about a game, if it goes to seven games and it's in Boston. Um, could just be absolutely one of the best series we've ever seen. It's off to the right foot when you already have uh, you know, the crowd and, and the star player flipping each other off. I think this is what you could have expected, you know, out of this particular series. I think one of the things that I found intriguing was just how well they got after Kevin Durant. I mean, oh, yeah. They were up in his grill. Jason Tatum and all everyone that touched him, they did something a little bit different. They didn't put Marcus Smart on Kyrie Irving. They put a little bigger, a longer uh, guy in, 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 uh, in Brown uh, on him. And uh, um, who did they have? Let me see. They had Jalen. Yeah, they had Jalen on him. Yeah, they had Jalen on him for a good portion of the yeah, game. Yeah, a lot of switching now um, in the NBA. You lose that a lot anyway. Of, yeah, and, and they, they, but they really got after defensively, and that's what they that's what they do well. But, you know, listen, Kyrie played that well, but they still need some more help. They need some more help out of some of their other players in order to even make this series good because, you know, you can see that Boston was getting it from everywhere. Uh, and if they continue on that, then, you know, they definitely, I think, will win that series. But we'll see how game two goes. If, if you're um, real quick, if you're Steve Nash or one of his teammates, do you talk to Kyrie about maybe toning it down a little bit, or do you think? I mean, because this is, it does make it all about him. Um, and I don't know if that's you can't really say that's not really the intention. Um, if you're drawing all this attention to yourself, do you, do you see this as immature behavior from Kyrie, or is it warranted? Because you know. <laughs> Heck, I, I mean, we, we say, say it about any crowd, but the Boston crowd uh, can really get to you sometimes. Well, that, that is one of the things that Boston has very been, <laughs> very much been known for. I mean, even when I played there, it was the same. I was grateful that for me, when I left, I left, you know, not because of my willingness to leave. It's because Danny Ainge wanted to go in a different direction. But here's the thing to watch for, right, is there was some balance as far as, um, the play that that uh, the, the 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 amount of time that was played by by certain players, right? They got great production out of Claxton off the bench, uh, missed some free throws, but their bench work came off and did good. You know, Goran Dragic had a really good game, six for eleven, one for three from three for fourteen points. That's the type of stuff that they they're they're going to need. Now they're young. You know, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, they're young. You know, 45 minutes for Tatum, 40 minutes for for Brown. A great balance. Smart with 20, Horford with 20. Out of their starters, that's tremendous. That's the type of stuff that they want. But then they had some guys that came off the bench and gave them a little bit of, bere- you know, you know, bereavement and some good, you know, like almost, what, 17 points out of them. So that's, that's solid. But we're going to see in this next game how the elderly statesmen in, in Irving and Durant uh, are going to be able to maintain those similar types of minutes against because they had to do it more. They had to do it more often than than, than the, the Celtics and Tatum and Brown. And so we'll see how uh, in a long series, a drag out series, how that's going to affect them and, and uh, ultimately how the series will go from that point. Yeah, I, I can't wait for game two. Uh, I think, again, with just the heat that's on. This is the – some people, I, I guess, don't like the NBA for uh, the drama that goes around it. Uh, for me, I soak it all in. This is the NBA playoffs uh, for me. You know, this is this is it. This is what I kind of live for, so I, I can't wait for it. Well, no nonsense. The Heat did what they were supposed to do. Trey, Trey uh, Young struggled tremendously there. Uh, Giannis did his thing. As he does, as as a potential, you know, MVP candidate, 
definitely top three for me. Um, 27, 16, three assists, but he just looked like he was just, you know, tremendously dominant, uh, great defense. Um, you know, they did a wonderful job, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in finishing that game because it was still kind of tight. But again, the home team winning game one, as it's shown right now, that's not a problem. You got to try to get one if you're a road team. One yeah. of those games you got to try to get. So losing the first game is not the problem. It's what you do in the second game. If you if you make it close, if you know you're going to be able to go home and 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 at least be in the fight. The one that 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 didn't surprise me was the Jazz getting it done because of the way that they play defense, because of their team. Donovan Mitchell went nuts. Uh, Jalen Brunson tried to pick up the slack at 24 seven and and five, but he's not Luka Doncic. They come up short uh, by six points, 99 and 93. So the Jazz takes one on the road. Out West, it looks like the road teams was getting it done. You know, Timberwolves go into Grizzlies territory and dominate in in a tremendous fashion. I mean, it didn't even look like they were in the game, you know, um, for that that win for me. They looked very good. Uh, Edwards and, and, and Towns and that whole crew, did a wonderful job going on the road and getting it done there. Uh, how do you think about the West teams other than, you know, the Warriors uh, <laughs> putting in work against uh, Jokic and, and uh, the Nuggets? What do you think about what's going on out West, them stealing it on the road? What well, is sad to see, like you said, the the, the Nuggets after Jokic. Is, I, I think he'll win the MVP, his back-to-back MVP, and another year without a healthy roster. It's tough to keep up with the Warriors of all teams if, if you don't have uh, your full team. Give it a go. We'll see yeah. game twos tonight there. Uh, you mentioned Utah and Dallas, too. Um, just oh, don't forget about Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. We have these all these different playoff P and uh, you know naming all all these different guys in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell kind of gets lost in the regular season, but he averages darn near thirty points in the playoffs, and he did it again uh, this past game. Uh, one of the all time best scoring percentages in the playoffs, and so we'll see if, if he can do that. Doncic obviously um, coming back would be a huge lift to Dallas, really their only shot. Um, but uh, I am intrigued by that Minnesota uh, Minnesota game too. I I mean, if, if you can win two on the road and bring it back to the target center, that would be huge. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it's been we've been doing it all year talking about Memphis, um, the young team. I mean, they're, they're good uh, with their star job, Morant. They're good without him, um, but they're not playoff tested. And neither is, is Minnesota. But um, that's, those are the two young teams that, you know, two of the youngest teams left in the uh, playoffs. And could just be huge. I, I just think that that maybe the Timberwolves have that edge there with the D'Angelo Russell and a Patrick Beverly, you know, guys that, that have been through the NBA Hard playoffs before. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and I know, I know Memphis, you can point to like a Steven Adams or something. You've got some of those guys there, but I'm also interested in the long term. Uh, we've, we've talked a lot, you know, glowing things about John Morant, uh, I've heard other ideas out there that he might not, along with the record that Memphis had, um, make his team better. Kind of like a John Wall, Russell Westbrook, where he's got all the athleticism in the world, uh, certainly helps you know, get his own his own points, even will rack up some assists like Russell Westbrook did uh, here and there, but might not make the team better. Do you see that as a fair comparison, or do you think it's too early in Jaw's career to, to lump him in with those guys? I still think it's too early. Um, I still like what they did without him. I still like the way that they played. I mean, they scrapped, they got after it, but it just looked like Minnesota was, was just a little bit more effective, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But I still think it's a little too early to, to make that assessment about him. But 
Um, this series will go a long way as to kind of starting to shape that that mind frame being it's really their uh, early part of their first time of really doing this together as a unit. How much can they keep together? How much can they continue to grow together? And what will they learn from this playoff uh, series? So that, that, yeah, those are some of the things that I'll watch for. But talking about that tonight, I mean, we continue to play off run. I mean, Monday, April 18th, we started off with the, the Raptor Sixers. Uh, they just look too strong. And be that, you know, shoot, averaging 30, 11, well, 30, 12, and four. Uh, that's a phenomenal uh, uh, thing. I just don't think that Toronto has enough weapons to be able to keep up with them. So uh, they'll start it off tonight at 730 on TNT. And then at 830, we'll see the Mavericks again, try to uh, get a win at home against the Jazz. And uh, we'll see if Donovan Mitchell can keep his streak going at, at, at putting up the numbers that he's putting at getting a 30 piece um, in this, in, in the playoff series. They go at 8.30 on NBA TV, and then at 10, uh, out west on TNT, we'll have the Warriors again taking on uh, the potential Nikola Jokic-led uh, uh, Denver Nuggets. So that's the lineup for tonight. I mean, we're going to take a break right now. We'll come back. We'll finish up the segment talking a little bit about NFL wide receivers trying to hold out for the bag. The market has been set. We don't know for sure how it's going to pan out for them, but a lot of them are trying to hold out and see if they can get in on the money on the money ball. We'll come back right after this on the block.